Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Welcome. Season 5, Episode Three. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm doing good. Whoa. Let's talk about who we featured the last podcast. And you remember who that person I was? I do. The person we featured last time was Charles Schultz. That's correct. And the book we used was Who Was Charles Schultz by Joanne Holub. Let's do vocabulary from the last time. I'll start. We were looking for a noun, definition of which a collection of objects on public display in an art gallery or museum or library. And the answer was exhibit. The next vocabulary word was a verb, and the definition is to order some, someone to join the military, for example, when there is a war. And that word is drafted. And then the last vocabulary word is a noun, and the definition is a group of individuals or organizations combined to undertake some specific transactions or negotiations. And that word is syndicate. And the superhero we talked about the last time was? Yes, the superhero was none other than She-Hulk. So if you guessed She-Hulk, you were correct. Okay, we're ready for the clues for this week. I will not begin because Cameron's going to start. That's right. All right. Number one. I was born in 1812, and my given name is Kathleen, and my middle name is Andre. My father was appointed lighthouse keeper on Fairweather Island in 1817. How old would I be if I were alive today? That's a good question. That's a math question. And since Cameron loves math, that's where that, why that happened to be in there. I do like math, and I don't know the answer, actually. <laughs> Clue number one. I was born in 1812, and my given name is Kathleen, and my middle name is Andre. My father was appointed lighthouse keeper on Fairweather Island in 1817. How old would I be if I were alive today? Clue number two. Even though our seven-and-a-half-acre island witnessed bone-chilling blizzards, rip-roaring rising tides, and wicked waves, there was room for a garden, farm animals, and the lighthouse. Clue number two. Even though our seven-and-a-half-acre island witnessed bone-chilling blizzards, rip-roaring rising tides, and wicked waves, there was room for a garden, farm animals, and the lighthouse. 
Clue number three. I followed my papa everywhere and learned how to sow and grow a garden, shepherd and shear the sheep, milk cows, catch rainwater for drinking, and plant trees to anchor our rocky island. Clue number three. I followed my papa everywhere and learned to sow and grow a garden, shepherd and shear the sheep, milk cows, catch rainwater for drinking, and plant trees to anchor a rocky island. Clue number four. When I reached the age of 12, my papa needed help tending the lighthouse, which was 600 steps from our keeper's house to the tower. To get there, I had to navigate a rickety walkway made of ice-covered planks to reach the door of the lighthouse. One wrong step and I would find myself in the icy waters sloshing beneath my feet. Clue number four. When I reached the age of 12, my papa needed help tending the lighthouse, which was 600 steps from our keeper's house to the tower. To get there, I had to navigate a rickety walkway made of ice-covered planks to reach the door of the lighthouse. One wrong step, and I would find myself in the icy waters sloshing beneath my feet. Clue number five. Upon reaching the tower, I pried open a heavy door, filled a bucket with whale oil, carried it with one hand while balancing the lantern in my other arm. Then I started up a 33 iron staircase to a landing where a iron ladder was suspended from the ceiling. Steadying myself on the landing, I climbed up the ladder with the lantern and the bucket of whale oil and opened a trap door and climbed into the lantern room. Clue number five. Upon reaching the tower, I pried open a heavy door, filled a bucket with whale oil, carried it with one hand while balancing the lantern on my other arm. Then I started up a 33 iron staircase to a landing where an iron ladder was suspended from the ceiling. Steadying myself on the landing, I climbed up the ladder with the lantern and the bucket of whale oil and opened a trap door and climbed into the lantern room. Clue number six. Once inside, I trimmed the thick cotton wicks, poured whale oil into all eight lamps, and set them alight. Then I would trace my steps home for a nap, only to return every four hours to refill the oil. That was my schedule every day of the year. Clue number six. Once inside, I trimmed the thick cotton wicks, poured whale oil into all eight lamps, and set them alight. Then I would trace my steps home for a nap, only to return every four hours to refill the oil. That was my schedule every day of the year. Clue number seven. Some nights, the howling wind snuffed out the lamps, so I stayed up and kept relighting them. When this hap happened, I kept myself occupied by carving duck decoys out of blocks of wood. When hunters discovered them, they bought them by the barrel full. Clue number seven. 
Some nights the howling wind snuffed out the lamps, so I stayed up and kept relighting them. When this happened, I kept myself occupied by carving duck decoys out of blocks of wood. When hunters discovered them, they bought them by the barrelful. Clue number eight. Lucky for me, I had a keen sense of hearing and could hear a cry of help from the faintest call. Year after year, I sailed over whipped wind seas, climbing over ice-covered rocks and rescuing more than 23 nearly frozen shipped wreck survivors. Clue number eight. Lucky for me, I had a keen sense of hearing and could hear a cry of help from the faintest call. Year after year, I sailed over whipped wind seas, climbing over ice-covered rocks and rescuing more than 23 nearly frozen shipped wreck survivors. Clue number nine. My papa died just short of 100 years. For 47 years, I attended the garden, shared the sheep, milked the cows, kept the light burning in the lighthouse while saving many lives. So I applied to become the official lighthouse keeper, and on Christmas Day, 1871, my appointment was announced in the newspapers. Clue number nine. My papa died just short of 100 years. For 47 years, I attended the garden, sheared the sheep, milked the cows, kept the light burning in the lighthouse while saving many lives. So I applied to become the official lighthouse keeper, and on Christmas Day, 1871, my appointment was announced in the newspapers. Clue number 10. My lighthouse salary was $500 a year, which is equivalent to making $13,000 a year today. So in addition to all my duties on the island, I started two successful businesses, carving duck decoys, and harvesting and selling oysters. Clue number 10. My lighthouse salary was $500 a year, which is equivalent to making $13,000 a year today. So in addition to all my duties on the island, I started two successful businesses, carving duck decoys and harvesting and selling oysters. Clue number 11. In 2014, the United States Coast Guard named a fast response cutter the Kathleen Andre Blank. Who am I? Clue number 11. In 2014, the United States Coast Guard named a fast response cutter the Kathleen Andre Blank. Who am I? And now we're ready for our vocabulary. I will start with the first one. The first word we're looking for, and remember now, all these vocabulary words are in the clues. We're looking for a noun. Definition is a name usually given at birth, also known as a for or first name. We're looking for the first vocabulary word, a noun definition is a name usually given at birth, also known as a for, F-O-R-E, or first name. The next vocabulary word is an adjective. 
and it means highly developed. The next vocabulary word is an adjective, and it means highly developed. And the third word we're looking for is an adjective. Definition is equal in value. The third vocabulary word we're looking for is an adjective. Definition is equal in value. And now Cameron has another. It's amazing to me how many different shirts and socks Cameron has, all of which have superheroes on them. So he is about to give us his clue. Go, That's Cameron. right. So your clues are this superhero. They have a movie coming out in November. And this superhero, they wear a special suit that is made out of vibranium. Those are your clues. Wow, those are great clues, Cameron. Would you like to tell everybody how to get in contact with us? Yes. So if you like to get in contact with us, there are several ways you can do that. You can send us an email at frostbergclc at gmail.com, and that's all lowercase. Or, and I'll say the email again, it's frostbergclc at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on whatever... Uh, platform you use to listen to our podcast. So if you use Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, you can send us a message on there as well. And if you were listening to the first clue, the first clue it asked how old would our mystery guest be uh, if, if our mystery guest was alive today. So if you have a guest, feel free to reach out to us, either sending us an email or sending us a message on one of our uh, platforms. Great, thank you. Oh, Look. and one one more thing. Oh yes, the first the first person. So the first person to reach out to us with the correct answer of our mystery person, you will receive a copy of the book of where the clues came from. And if you win, we will reach out to you to get your information for where we were to send the book to. That's great, Cameron. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of a interesting incentive, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, so if you so, make sure you're sending us your mystery answers because we would love to hear from you, and we would love to get you guys books in your hands. Yes, we certainly would. And if any is, teachers are listening and are using this as a part of their classroom, at the end of this one, and almost all of them, the clues, we have an FYI. And it's really interesting how this particular author's note in the back of the book relates to it, so something that happened to and something that happened to on December the 12th. Now, if you, um, if you would like to get the book, um, you can go to the local library. So if you don't, if you don't win, um, and you're and you're interested in the book, you can get the book at your local library or any local bookstore. Great. How about uh, let's do a little clue for the next episode? I understand, Cameron. Besides being a mathematician and one who loves sports that you also now are taking in an art class. I, I am taking an art class, and in my art class that I'm taking, we are learning how to make puppets. Puppets. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the clue for the next episode. Thank you, Cameron, and thank everyone for listening to us. See you next time. 
It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. <laughs>